Greetings and welcome back to another an ongoing series of Shirim and Afyomi. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom. We're now in Masachat Shabbat. Tavkuf Mamavav Amur Aleph. Continuing with our analysis of food preparations, things related to food. Today we're going to look at the issue of opening up a barrel, making openings, issues that are related to uh, bonnet. Shover Adam Chavit Lechol Hemena You can break a barrel in order to get figs out. Grogrod are pressed figs. That'll be important. As long as your intent is not to make a clee out of the newly opened barrel, but you're doing it to get the figs out. You're not allowed to take the sealed cap of a barrel and make a hole in it. You cannot make the hole from the side. Now, side of what? Side of the megufa or the side of the chavit? If there was already a hole, you can't seal it with wax, because you're smoothing it out, and that's memareach, a malacha originally associated with leather processing. We've had several occasions of this. Rabbi Yochum and Zakai, a good hundred years before Rabbi Yehuda, uh, was reported to have uh, had a case like this in the town of Arav and said, he may be even chayav chatat for rubbing the paraffin on. Okay, I'm going to show The figs that we're talking about are pressed figs. And here's the reason. Aval mefuradot. If they're just loose figs, lo. There's no way that you can open the barrel. Let's see why. Mefuradot, lo. You're allowed to take a barrel and slice off the top of it with a sword, and put it in front of the guests on Shabbat, and they can drink from it, and there's no concern or consideration. The answer is, meaning that that right that follows Rabbanan, who say that you could take a kli, so you're not allowed to use a sword on Shabbat, but you're allowed to use it for opening up a barrel, for instance, and that's fine. Matniti Our Mishnah is Rabbi Nechemia. And Rabbi Nechemia would say, since the only had to carry the sword on Shabbat is to use it for sword purposes, which is to cut open the, the fig wheel, once you've got it, you can also open the barrel. Why is he pushed to associate our Mishnah with Rabbi Nechemia and say that it's about Drusot? Why doesn't he just say that it's any kind of figs and it's Rabbanan? He was bothered by the Mishnah itself because my ear yet tiny girl garot. Why did the Mishnah specifically mention figs? Let it just say fruit. It must be talking about something unique to figs, which is pressed figs. Okay, these are baskets of uh, figs, vishal tamarim, and dates. Matir You can untie it, you can open it up, and you can cut the opening of uh, the opening off. And another bright that says you can untie it, but not cut it off open. So again, there's no hetter to take a cutting tool. Here's the source. Even a fork. Afilu talit, a garment, afilu sakin, or knife, in talin are only taken for their original purposes. Which means he would never allow a hammer, for instance. Can you take a, um, a, uh, <clears throat> a little leaf and use it in order to, uh, Sorry, to, uh, can you take a spear and can you cut open a opening, a, sort of a tap, 
into a barrel on Shabbat. And the question is as follows. Are you intending to make an opening? Because that's bonet. You're simply trying to make it bigger for like make look look, look generous for your guests. And Shari, then it's okay. I'm a little the He said it's Asr because you're trying to make an opening. The bright that we just had about cutting open the barrel with a sword. Yeah, because in that case it's clearly Ayn Yafa. Here, if he really wanted an Ayn Yafa, he wanted to be generous about it, then he would cut the whole thing open. Why is he making a hole? Because he's trying to create an opening, and that is Metaken Kli. Okay, Migufa. said you're not allowed to make a hole in the seal of the barrel, the top of the barrel. Ravuna Machloket Lamalas. Ravuna said the Machloket, Ravuna Chachamim, about whether you're allowed to make it is only on top. I mean, outside, from the side of it, the Virakol Asur. Everybody would agree it's Asur, because that's a classic opening. That's why the next line in the Mishnah is you can't make a hole on the side. Ravchista Marno Machloket, and outside the Machloket is Dafka on the side. Agabad the Virakol Mutar. Everybody would agree you can make an opening on the top, because it doesn't function really as an opening. Meaning, as a petach, it's going to work. The mishta that the bright, the claimant, the statement of the mishta, like hatam gufa That's not talking about the side of the gufa. That's the side of the barrel itself. It's clearly as a petach. Okay, You can't make a new hole on Shabbat on the barrel. If you want to widen it, mosif and mosifin If you could, if you could widen it. Everybody agrees you could take an old hole and that got plugged up and re re uh, and state it by getting rid of whatever's plugging it. Okay, now the machloket about whether widening it is Why does the Tanakama say you could widen a hole but you can't make a new hole? By widening it, widening it, you're making a, a hole. I'm a rabba dvar Torah. The rabba says because dvar Torah midoraita kol petach sheino asui lachnis lotzi a petach that's not made for going in and out eno petach and a hole in a barrel is certainly only for to pay, take things out. So this is not a petach doraita at all. For rabbanon who goes and mishum lul shatani golim in a chicken coop a hole that you make in a chicken coop is really going in both directions. So the uli avira to let good air in fukehavlan get the bad stinky air out and so therefore they made a gzera. That you can't make a hole, let's say, in a barrel. And so therefore, Tanakamu says you may widen a hole, knows that you would never widen the hole, the, the, the air hole of a, uh, chicken coop, because then you might get vermin that are going to come in and bother the chickens. The Yishom who says you don't can't add it is because because sometimes you didn't make the original hole for the lul big enough now you want to make it bigger and so therefore um, there is room to make this gzera in uh, in um, how do you call it in uh, in any case of widening a hole so Yochanan said that we do rule like the Yishom and are not allowed to widen a hole Okay, they agreed you could open up, you could reopen a new, an old hole. That's only if it's somewhere on the barrel that's used there just to guard it. If it's an area which is strengthening the barrel, Asur. 
Where do we draw that line? Literally. Chista says, above the wine line, if it's below it, then because that's already a tap. He says, even below that is below the dregs, at the very bottom. When I buy the rabbi, a tiny of sayelach, we have a tiny that supports you, a tiny that supports you, right, that supports you, that it's even lower than the dregs, because by its satum, here's to our mot. This is in Babatra, with territory rights in a chatzer, if you have a house that's sealed up, then four amot outside of it is still claimed by the house. Paratzeb simab, but if you broke down the doorpost and then totally sealed it up, and it loses it. By its satum, and matami kol sivab, and the same thing, it does not matame out, but once you take that down, it becomes like a grave, and it's metame all around it if somebody touches it. And so therefore, in the same way, uh, the, you know, the place in the barrel that is considered to be the chazek is at the foundation. Okay, govta. Govta is putting like a tube in. Ravasar Shmuel Shari. So now let's see. Everybody agrees you can't cut a tube like a reed of sorts. Lachatchila. And to just reinsert it where it was, everybody agrees you may do. Okay, what are they disagreeing about? If it was already cut, but never put in. So Rav, who said it's Asur, said it's a because we're afraid you may cut one. Cut a reed or a tube. The one who says it's Mutar, Shmuel, we don't have to make such a gzera. Kitanoi, and it follows the following machlokat. Ain chochin shvofert biyomtov. You're not allowed to cut a tube on yomtov. It's hachlom over Shabbat. Certainly not Shabbat. Now, if it fell out, machzimino tav Shabbat. You're allowed to put it back. Ain chochlom over yomtov. Certainly on yomtov. Rabbi Yoshia mekel. Now, Rabbi Yoshia is mekel. What does that mean? Shahe, what's he talking about? Elay Maresha, he's making about the opening, about making a tube. I'm a common talking money, you're fixing things. You can't do that in Yomto. Ella Seifa, must be the Seifa. So Tanakama, I'm sure Kashari, but Tanakama also allows you to return it. So why would Rabbi Yoshia be Makel? What's to be Makel more than Mutter? They must be disagreeing about a case where it's already cut but not put in. Marsava Gazrinan, Umarsava Lo Gazrinan. So Machloket, whether or not we're Gozer, and Rabbi Yoshia says we're not Gozer, and you can put it back in. And you could put it in for the first time. And we rule leniently there. The Mishnah said, right? If it was already at a hole, then you cannot put paraffin on it. Mishcha, what about thick oil? Rav Asar Shmuel Shari. Okay, Machloket. Mandi Asar, so Rav who prohibited, Gozer Mishum Sha'ava. It's a an extension of paraffin. Mandashari lo gazrin, and Shmuel said we don't have to be gozer. Rav Shmuel bar Rav Chana, bar Chana the Rav Yosef. So he said to Rav to Rav Yosef, "Feferish amart lan mishmei the Rav mishchashari." You told us that Rav said that oil is mutar, and now we're hearing that Rav said it's asur. Amar tabut rishba, Amar Shmuel. He quoted Shmuel saying, "Haytar for the asa asur." That means that you take a myrtle branch and put it in as like a spout. My tamar v'yemer difti amar gzera mishum marzev that you might make a real spout. The Gzerah is, no, that we're concerned you might cut a myrtle branch on Shabbat to make it next time. So my Benai, what's the, what, where do they disagree, or what, where, in what case would they come out differently? Again, if it's already cut and sitting there waiting there, then you would say there's no Gzerah of Shemei Yachtoch, but there is a Gzerah of Shemei Yasem Arzev.
Okay, Beisadya, there's a whole different uh, issue, but Rav again, Rav and Shmuel again disagreeing uh, about things that related to Shvut on Shabbat and Zerot. This is newly uh, pressed clothes that are kind of starch. Uh, Rav Asar, to soften them up, and Shmuel is Matir. Perachin, if they're really soft, to kolei malopligid ashar, it's certainly mutar. Bekashin, if they're really hard, to kolei malopligid asur, they're certainly asur. Kipligid, where's their disagreement? Bimitzi, if they're kind of in the middle. Mandi asar, mechzi kemasui. The one who's asar, Oser, Rav, says it looks like you're carrying something. And Shmuel says it doesn't. By the way, Rav did not officially, explicitly issue this ruling. We inferred it. There was a place where there was no room. He went and sat outside in the Carmelite. They brought him one of these newly pressed things to sit on. So loyati, we didn't want to sit on it. Man yasur. The one who saw it saw it thought because Rav says you're not allowed to sit on that or do it because uh, it's like you're carrying like some sort of a burden. Velohi the Rav achruz and malachruz beisad yashari. Actually, Rav announced that it's mutar. Shum kavod Rav Botero meyashav alav mani Rav Kana Rav Asi. Rav Kana Rav Asi, his prized students were there, and if he sat on that, he'd be way above them, and he didn't want to. He didn't think that was nice, and therefore he didn't want to sit on it. So they got it from the wrong. Uh, Raw, they, they saw what they saw, and they inferred the wrong thing from it. And indeed, Rav and Shmuel agree that it's mutar. Okay, the next Mishnah. If you have a uh, cooked item on, on before Shabbat, you can put it into a pit so that it will stay warm. If you have good, clean water, you can put them into a pot of dirty water to stay cool. To put cold water and put it out in the sun so it'll heat up. If somebody's walking and their clothes got wet, they walked to a river, it was raining, you keep walking, don't worry about the water on them. If you get to the outside chatzer of your area, you can take them off and put them in the sun to dry. Don't do it in front of other people because it looks like you might have been laundering on Shabbat. Okay, the, the first problem, the question is, uh, why do we need to teach about putting the Tavshul in the board? I might think that you're going to even out the land. So, Kamash Palan, that we don't, are not concerned about that. It's obvious about the water. The answer is, we needed that in order to introduce the next clause, which is putting cold water out in the sun. That's also Pashut. I might think that you then are going to bury it in coals. Kamash Palan, that we don't have that concern. Against our Mishnah. Anywhere the Chachamim said something's Asur because of Marita Ayin, it's Asur even in the most private of places. So, Shotchan, doesn't work. The answer is that statement is a Machloket Tanaim. So they take the position that Marita Ayin is prohibited everywhere, as Rav said. If somebody shakes out his garment, on Shabbat, from the dust, chayav chatat. It's like malabain. First of all, it's only if it's new. It's old, no problem. It's only if it's black. If it's white or red, it's only if you care about the dust. So, really, it would be very hard to say you're chayav, very unusual to find a case where you're really chayav. 
We saw the rabbis flicking off the dust off of their clothes. says the students are making Shabbat. told him I don't look up Dina Media. You could do it right in his face. We're just not mocked. We don't care about this stuff. Since we don't care about it, it's no, it's a non-issue and it's mutar. Abaya Vikai coming to Yosef. He's in front of Yosef. Marle Havli Kudentoy. Give me my garment. So Ika Talale. He saw that there was some dew on it. Kamachsin Lemeitvale. He didn't want to give it to him. Amalei Nefot Shadi. I don't look up Dina Media. Flick it off. We don't care about that stuff, which means it's not a problem. If you have your talit folded on your shoulder and you walk out in Rishito, if people selling clothes walk out with their garments folded on their on their shoulders on Shabbat, it's not just clothes sellers. It's true about anybody. It's just that sell peddlers do walk out that way. If you have a storekeeper who walks out with money tied on his belt and on his garments, but storekeepers typically walk out that way. On the other hand, Ratanim, who are runners, they have some shawls around their neck. That's part of their garments. That's Mutar. We picked them as an example because that's how they walk out or run. We've heard about him before. The famous Rabbi Eliezer was put in Cherem. His son, Horkonus, he went out like that. But he had a little string from it tied around his finger so it wouldn't fall off. Chacham said he could have done that without the string. And Rav Chista officially ruled, Nachman, his son, announced it, that even if there is no string tied on, it's still mutar. Okay, Ula Ikla Levei Asi Barhini, who came to his house, Barmin, they asked him, Can you make a spout? Rabbi said, You can't. My Marze, what is a Marzeira? Kisi Bavlaita. So we find that it's not a spout. What it is, is taking your clothes and folding them up, so it creates like a pocket, kind of like a cuff, but a very big one to keep your clothes from dragging on the ground. Now, it depends why you're doing it, as we'll see. Rabbi Yermiyahavi, Yativ, Kamei, Rabbi Zeru, is in front of Zeru, Amarle, Achimai. So, what if I do it like this? Amarle, Asur, that's Asur. Achimai, what about like this? Amarle, Asur, all the ways you try to Asur. Rapa Nekot, I call the Papa gave the rule. So, we don't know what he was doing, but where Papa gives us the rule. If you're doing it to draw the clothes up, asur. Called it. Now, if you're doing it for style, then shari, it's mutar. He liked his clothes and he used to dress them very nicely. When he came, one time the rebbe came out to the field. Said that uh, he had uh, both the sides of his talit on his shoulders, up on his shoulders. So it's Rameyer's brother-in-law, essentially, said to him, Rameyer said, you're not a chayav chatat for that, but that indicates that he thought it was asur. Rameyer then let it down, because he was concerned that it might be asur. Ki'ata Ravina Maravin then came and said, wrong, right story, wrong people. Who's that? Chotnosh Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva's son-in-law, Chatanot. 
Amar Bezulachim Rabbi Kiva Chatat. So it wasn't Rabbi Meir mentioned, but Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Akiva had Khan, and so then according to that, Rabbi said, it was Rabbi Akiva, so Medaktik. Shoshur Rabbi Talitol, Rabbi let his Talit down. It wasn't that it really happened, but that he was asked about that particular case, um, and that's how, that's how we should read. In other words, the story didn't happen, but they asked him the question, and he, and then he wanted to say that it's Mutar, and then, uh, Remeyer, uh, or Rekiva was quoted as saying, perhaps he's even a chayav achatat, I'm not sure, but perhaps he's even a chayav achatat. Okay. Um, another way of reading that, by the way, is not bezulo chayav achatat, but rather bezulo achatat, which would mean that you are chayav. So, two ways of reading it, but either way, it would certainly not be mutar, and so according to either one of those versions, Rebbe changed his behavior, or else changed his answer. Okay, we'll pick it up with the final podcast in this short parak in the next uh, meeting. But in the meantime, we will wish everybody a wonderful day.